and welcome to It Came from the Video Star. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Eric. I'm Brandon. I'm Matt. And today we're doing Attack of the Remake, Hellboy, a 2019 classic. To some. I like it. It's not, to some people, it's not a classic. I like it. <laughs> um, so, do you remember when you saw the original Hellboy? Um, I remember, I didn't see it in theaters, because... Uh, I didn't either. I didn't know what Hellboy was. Um, but I did rent it from Blockbuster. I think I saw a bootleg when it came out. Uh, I remember buying the blue, uh, the DVD. Got it for Christmas. It was like, what, 2002 it came out? 2004. Yeah, I don't think I was even old enough to go to the movies on my own. I think I was only like 12 when it came out. But, it, you know, I didn't like it when, it when I was a kid. And I think it's because it wasn't a mainstream superhero. Yeah, I enjoyed it, but I wasn't over the moon about it. But now I like it even more. I don't think I even sat through it. One of my friends, when we were like 12, had a bootleg and we watched and I'm like, this is stupid. I don't like it. And, and then I think as I got older, because I know Brandon was a big Hellboy fan as a kid. Right? Yeah. He was. I, I don't have pictures of it, but I, there you were a Hellboy for Halloween. I was the cutest Hellboy you'd ever seen. <laughs> I don't think I really got into Hellboy till high school. I actually never read the comics. I started reading the comics like two years ago. I love the artwork, though. Well, I'm a big fan of Mike Mignola. Uh He's one of my favorite artists. I think that's kind of why I, I got really sucked into it, especially when I was doing my tattooing. And I had to draw nonstop. Everything I drew was kind of more like a Hellboy, Mike Mignola. I hope I'm pronouncing it right, Mignola style. I think so. Um, so everybody grew to love Ron Perlman. Uh, you know, and funny thing, I don't think a lot of people knew who Ron Perlman was until Hellboy. I, I knew of him, yeah. I mean, he was Hellboy. known for Beauty and the Beast. The, I, didn't, I didn't know him from that. I knew him from something with, else. It was the TV series. Blade. Linda, Linda Hamilton. Yes, he was in Blade. But Blade. I think Blade they, Two. I think Blade Two came out the same time as Hellboy because he was working with. The biggest thing he you know he's known for yeah, now is Sons, the Sons of Anarchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember we were watching. Uh, I think <laughs> Looney Tune back in action like when that first came out. Here was like, hey, you see that guy right there? That's Hellboy. I was like, get out of town. <laughs> I seen Ron Perlman in one other movie before Hellboy, which is weird because I remember seeing it. When I was like eleven, and it was a movie where it's got Cameron Diaz and all these other actors, and it's a big cast, but it takes place in one room almost. And they invite people over for dinner that they think should be killed, like for righteous doings, and then what they do is they would poison them during the dinner. And then Ron Perlman gets invited over, and then he slowly kind of pieces. He's starting to kind of piece it together that something's going on weird. And then throughout the movie, you're getting like flashbacks of how they started doing this. So, I knew that was. I mean, that that was my first introduction to Ron Perlman. I didn't know who the hell Ron. I'm intrigued. Yeah, what is that movie? (laughs) I'll look it up later. Um, it's more of a drama, like a slow burn thriller. Not even a thriller, like a suspense drama. Um, but I'm a big fan of the Hellboy comics. Uh, but I have to admit, the new Hellboy is a lot more closer. And a lot of people are getting like really butthurt because it's not Ron Perlman. 
Ron Perlman's Hellboy was really watered down and also kind of... It's almost like what they did to the mask. I don't know if you've ever read the, the original mask comic book. No, but yeah. I'm aware of the differences. Yeah, so like in the mask... Uh, spoiler alert for those who want to read <laughs> the, the original mask run. But uh, Stanley Ipkiss is actually a prick throughout the movie. Or throughout the, the graphic novel. And he actually gets killed by his girlfriend. She takes the mask. And then uh, the Callahan, or whatever the fuck his name was, the cop in it, he gets the mask... So, because it, it gets bounced around, and it's a very hard R graphic novel. Well, the same thing was with Hellboy. You know, and I'm not, I haven't read everything Hellboy. I think I maybe read, like, the first volume and a couple side ones. Um, Hellboy is very dark. It's more like a horror comic book. It's not even that much of, like, a superhero kind of... It's, it, it's a lot more... The humor is a lot more dry, I mean, it might have changed over time with newer uh, issues, but as far as Hellboy goes, from what I've read, it's more of like a serious tone, dry sense of humor. But I've always felt that like the original two Hellboy movies captured the look, while the 2019 captured the essence and I think raw vibe of the comic book. So... But uh, let's uh, let's dive in to uh, Hellboy. I don't know. Every time I do a pause in my sentences, I just feel like I'm Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> uh, life uh, finds a way. Uh, so Hellboy 2019 starring David Arbor, Mila Jovovich, and Ian McShane. What did you think of David Arbor as Hellboy? Um, I think he's a, he was a great pick mm-hmm. for it. Um, I think the only thing that brought, took away from his performance was the makeup just a bit. You know, I, I feel like he was hindered by it a lot. Yeah. A, the makeup looked really cheap. Um, yeah, I feel like the color was like off throughout the movie. Like was, some points he looked really dark, other points he yeah, looked it was like, color corrected a lot. He was very like an orangish red in this one. And then the horns... I think they put too much detail in it to where it looked actually fake as fuck. Like, rubber, plastic. I mean, at one point, he's sanding down <laughs> his, his horns, and you can really see the makeup flex while yeah. he's doing it on his head. It really, in the scowl they gave him, was really permanent. You couldn't really... Prominent. Well, yeah. I think that they were taking that definitely more off of the comic books. Because right. in the comic books, he's got a very prominent kind of brow and just strong chin and the ron perlman makeup it's more subtle um ron perlman though i mean he looked like hellboy jumped right off the fucking comic book yeah i think that's when they were just trying to stay true and make it their own yeah um plus they had rick baker to work with so that was rick baker who did that shit yep oh i'm kind of disappointed now man rick baker's a fucking legend I'm talking about the original Hellboy. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's why I look good. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant for the, this. Oh, no. I thought you meant for the new one. I'm no. like, damn, that's fucking disappointing. I no. love Rick Baker. Rick Baker's retired, so. Is he? Yep. What was the last movie he worked on? Maleficent. Uh... <laughs> not not a good high note to leave off on, but okay. <laughs> I love Rick Baker, especially when uh, I loved his makeup uh, for the Wolfman remake. Yeah. Which I would like to do, by the way, because. 
I don't think that movie gets enough love, in my opinion. Yeah. Very underrated. Uh, but we're not talking about that. Uh, David Arbor, I think he was like a perfect choice. I don't think I can, other than him or Ron Perlman, I couldn't picture... The Rock. Any, no. <laughs> <laughs> Smell what Hellboy's cooking? Yeah. Demon shit, pal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, do you guys want to do a tagline for this movie? Hmm. Demons have demons, too. That's, I don't even remember that in the marketing material. That, that, that is a tagline. That sounds like a horror movie on its own. Demons have demons, too. Nah. I was expecting, you know, it's like time to raise hell. Boy. I swear there was something like that in, in the to- marketing. You totally stole Matt saying that like 10 minutes ago. No, I said that first. <laughs> he did say it first. Yeah, I did. I said hell, dot, dot, dot. Boy. Boy. <laughs> Boy I, I didn't really care for Ian McShane as Professor Brown. I didn't care for him at all, really. Uh... I like Ian McShane. Oh yeah, he's and great. Everything I see him in, I, I feel like they tried in this movie to be as far as fuck away from the original two. Yep. That it was a little too far. I mean, I was really happy this one was R rated. It did, like I said, as far as the stories go for for the comic books, it did it justice. But him as Professor Broom, I just couldn't. He was. They tried to make everything like young and hip in this one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean David Arbor even said Hellboy in this one's actually was supposed to be like more of a teenager. Yeah, um, I don't know. Ian McShane let me down. Mila Jovovich uh, didn't give her a lot to do in this. She uh, didn't. Uh, you know what? I I get shit on this all the time. I'm not a big fan of the Resident Evil films. Neither am I. Uh, I've never watched them. I I think it's because I never watched them when they came out. It's like one of those things. Like I you, did. If you didn't watch it. When it came out, you're not going to care for it now. It's the Polly Shore effect. If you didn't watch him growing up, you're not going to like him now. <laughs> it is the Polly Shore effect. How many people, like, if you grew up watching Biodome, you fucking love Biodome. But if you show Biodome to a 30-year-old now, they think it's stupid as hell. My fiance just watched Goonies for the first time. Thought it was stupid. Oh. I know. She's probably listening to this, too. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I tried stopping him. No comment. Anyways, but 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 it's that mentality. Like if when you grow up with certain things, it you you enjoy it. If you try watching something fresh, you're not gonna care for it as much. It's gonna look cheesy as hell. I tried watching Resident Evil like three years ago, and I just could not get into it. Yeah, it's not good. You know, it's like a sci-fi horror, and I'm not really. Well, there's good sci-fi horror, and then there's garbage. And Resident Evil is garbage. Yeah, they made they made eight fucking movies. Well, kept making money. Well, yeah. Hellboy like Transformers what's, uh, yeah. didn't do good at all the first week it came out. I don't think it, it had bad reviews before it even came out. And she was Mila Jovovich, Jovovich was even saying how like all her films became called classics, bombed in theaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I remember well, I remember David Harbor had some bad words to say about the production of the movie. Like, he was not happy with the, the process of the production. Uh, I remember reading something about people were cutting into it, and he kind of had... I don't think it was so much production. It just had something to do... I don't know. I, I do remember reading something he had, that he was very vocal on it. Because it, it, the sad thing is, you know there's not going to be a sequel to this one. No, there won't be. Which sucks, because they, they, they led, like, two fucking... Post credit scenes that like we're gonna leave no like you know three, they're gonna like kind of uh, what's we're looking for. 
led into it. Yeah, like would lead into a fucking sequel. Yeah. Um. So we get a black and white intro of the Blood Queen. Uh, her name was Nimu. Nim- Nimu. Nimue. Nim- Nimue. 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 She pretty much like. Nimue, sw- Nimue, Nimue. Nimue, Nimue, Nimue. It's like him trying to uh, like fucking uh, Ash from the Evil Dead when he's like, neck to necktie Veratu. I thought you were going to call me the, uh, Nemo. What's that? And then Anemone. And then Anemone. So Nimue. Nimue. Whatever. Mila Jovovich gets killed by King Arthur. Don't hurt yourself, kid. Um. Now that's uh, as someone that never read the comics, this surprised me because it wasn't in the marketing material when I first saw this movie mm. that they were going to bring in the King Arthur uh, mythos. See, I don't know that much about it. So yeah. what yeah. what I've read is um, so later on in this film you get a flashback, which is kind of like a quick remake scene of the first film with Rasputin. Rasputin, yeah. So the first Rasputin. the first Hellboy movie is actually very close as far as Rasputin being like a main baddie right off the bat. This one though captures the origin of Hellboy just a little bit better. Like they got the goggles with the red and blue, uh, blue contacts like that's straight out of there. What was the dude with the fucking knives on his Cronin. hand? Cronin. Yeah, he's there. Um uh so it it's taken more from the comic in, the, in that sense, or it looks more, con- excuse me, more like it. Um, though the first movie was a little bit more accurate, where they made they were smart and they made the whole movie about Rasputin. Um, uh, I, I didn't watch the full re- reboot, the remake. I only watched like the first half of it and like the last thirty minutes. Did they go into detail about how he was born? Not really, no. Because no. I could have... <sighs> he was the... Um, Pretty much. He was... The, a demon had sex with a nun, if I'm correct. That's, in the comics. That sounds... They didn't go into that. Yeah. I don't he think it was a much, nun. He pretty much crawled out of a hole. I'm visualizing it, and I think I'm thinking of the, the frames from the comic book. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I could have sworn it that... Sounds like, more like Freddy Krueger. I could have sworn yeah. it was a, a demon. The, the devil had sex with well, a nun. Sh- not a nun. It was just a, a woman. It was a nun that you find out she's relate. She's like the last descendant of fucking King oh, Arthur. Yeah, and pretty much she gets dragged into hell or some shit where she gives birth to Hellboy and then he pops out years later. Is that in the movie? That's not in the movie. That's in the comics. Okay. But they pretty much they cut. I haven't read the comics. They pretty much they cut out the whole. Yeah, he had a human mom and just like yeah, you're you're related to King Arthur, and you're a demon. That's pretty much what they did. Kind of shitty on that. They didn't really go into the detail. Well, there's so much that they they don't want to copy from the original. Which was smart. Uh, Which is why uh, Rasputin wasn't the main baddie in this one. You know, my favorite part of this fucking movie that sold me. Lobster Johnson. <laughs> no, because he's in literally in the comics. Like when you go to flashback scenes when Professor Broom was young, there's Lobster Johnson. I mean, I'm all for Lobster John- Johnson. Thomas Eden Church. A, a, a couple of the volumes of Hellboy that I have, you'll be reading issue after issue, and then every now and then you'll come across a short of Lobster Johnson. So, uh, you, Bram, were you with me in the theaters when I saw that? Yeah, we saw it. I think I remember even yelled out, Lobster Johnson! 
Because <laughs> the claw. They left it out of the the first two. I don't even think it was he was referenced in the first two. No, not at all. You know, um, yeah, like I said, the the first two films have the look of a comic, while this one's got more of the feel. Uh, the very beginning of the movie, we also get like a vampire fight between Hellboy and uh, it was an agent who was a vampire. Oh, the uh, pro wrestling. That was a badass scene right in the beginning, too. Yeah, I enjoyed it. You play all that hippie crap, and I played actual music. <laughs> well, I, f- I feel like in this movie, they try to humanize Hellboy a lot. He struggles a lot, like, wh- whether or not he's doing the right thing by hunting monsters out, being the fact he is a monster. And I think in Golden Army, they dealt with that a little bit. A little bit. But... That's what I think. Actually, I think that's what the whole story plot of Golden Army was. Yeah, and... The one big difference between this and the first Hellboy is that Hellboy's pretty much just out in public. Yeah, I, that's <laughs> one of the things I have to know. It's like they don't try to hide him at all. Yep. He's out, drunk at a bar mm-hmm. after he kills the vampire. One of the things I like was the detail is that his, you can tell his horns were like starting to sprout out again. Yeah. So uh, we get the Baba Yaga. The, the best scene in the whole movie. In my opinion. A lot of people that I know hate this film will at least praise the Baba Yaga parts. Because that shit's fucking horrifying. I didn't necessarily... I can't remember if I got to her in the comics. Like I said, it's been a hot minute since I've read them. Um, but Baba Yaga does play a big role. And that was like right out of the fucking comics. Terrifying, creepy as fuck. She eats children. I do feel like, though, a lot of the props in this movie were cheap. Like, she's got, like, a tray of, like, children's hands, like, skeletons. Someone got from Spirit Halloween. Yeah, it just looked like plastic molds that they didn't even take time, like, (laughs) sanding down the edges where it was cut out. Um, But Bobby Yaga is definitely one of my favorite parts. Fucking creepy. Yellow like piss, my favorite color. Didn't she had like a like a wasn't like a, I missed the scene, but I could have sworn wasn't there like a part where like there was like dead children hanging yeah. hanging yeah. behind him, and then he looks down at the soup and he's just like, oh, I gotta go. Uh, yeah, ugh, she was fucking disgusting. Um, what was the name of the, the warthog? Gruich got. I can't pronounce his name. Oh yeah. The one with the Cockney accent. Grog? <laughs> yeah, the Beep Bop. I, think, I think it was Grog. I'm going to call him Beep Bop. When, when I saw him, my first the first thing I thought about was the, the pig monster in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. <laughs> I had a week back. About a week back. <laughs> so, um, tell me how you pronounce My man. He's one of those characters where he's never actually referenced to by name. I don't think I even heard his fucking name. I'm yeah. going to spell it out. Tell me how you think it's pronounced. G R U A G A C H. Beep pop. <laughs> I'm not gonna even attempt. I like the scene where he goes under and he's just slaughtering monks. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was cool. So the whole part about Nimue is uh, the Blood Queen. They she has to be like, reassembled, and her whole plot was she was trying to bring monsters to the real world, right? Mm-hmm. It <laughs> she was trying. Monster equality or some shit. I don't know. I just give them. I don't know, but like monster giving... lives matter. Shut the fuck. Up. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Anyways, um, that's getting cut out. 
she was just trying to like bring them to the real world and uh well she got butchered up into like several different fucking parts and was mailed all over the fucking country <laughs> you know it reminds me of too? Is king arthur part of the italian mob <laughs> you know what it reminds me of too though it's like when you watch movies where like you're on like the fifth or seventh jason and your parents always go why the fuck don't they just cut them up and spread them all <laughs> <laughs> that's what they did to this bitch but uh this warthog dude i don't know how to pronounce his fucking name Bebop. we're calling him Bebop. whatever he's slaughtering monks and i was like oh man this movie is so graphic i love it and like the box needs to be opened up by a holy man's tongue and the monk <laughs> wouldn't talk so he literally just rips his tongue out and eats it and he starts doing the little prayer i don't know that was awesome that was cool i'm sorry though her her acting was not in this film yeah she uh she was there to collect the check <laughs> she was eye candy honestly I think the only other movie... well was she not eye candy <laughs> the only other movie i've seen her hey, i have in... to admit she looks good for her age she does. Because Eric told me how old she was. They go, get the fuck She's out. like 50, isn't she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only other movie I've she seen like her in other than, other than Resident Evil was uh, was it The Fourth Kind with the Aliens. You mean The Fifth Element? No, fourth. Uh, it's called The Fourth Kind. And then it's like a mixed... It's a mixed movie with like actual footage of like an alien possession. Hmm. It's like based on it was oh, based on a true now story. I that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the movie will start going, and then any time there's like actual footage, they cut it in. So you're not. I don't think you're even watching acting. You're actually watching the real footage. Mm. I think it was about like an alien abduction, or yeah. it's the only other movie I've seen her in. To be honest with you, I don't care. There was something we were watching when she was a kid. I don't care for the Fifth Element. I forgot what it was. And we really don't care for the fifth element. Oh, you know what she's in? She's in Chaplin. Yeah, that's what it is. She plays uh, his she first play, wife. Yeah. Her second wife. First wife? Mm-hmm. Jailbait. Mm-hmm. Shark yeah. bait. Ooh-ah. <laughs> then we get, uh, he goes to help all these giant hunters. Yeah. And they betray him. What a shock. <laughs> Did he even say why? It's because like, they thought he was going to bring on the end of the world, right? Because that's like the whole... Yeah, because originally when yeah. they when they the reason why the uh, professor and them were all at the island were to kill him, but the professor was like, "No, I see goodness in no, his eyes. No, he's a he's a kid. Yeah, he's a little boy. I'll raise him as my own." <laughs> <laughs> the giant killers, uh, they got like all this like, uh, you know, here we're in like like Robin Hood masks. Dom- Robin Hood masks? Yeah, they had like domino masks on. No, I didn't realize that. With their little electric spears. Which really, it was kind of cool. Yeah. They actually fucked Hellboy up for being human. And then giants show up and fucking eat them. Would you? Oh, th- that is my favorite scene in the whole movie, what do, actually. What, do you, what did you think of the giant uh, killing scene? Um, Hellboy killing them? I thought it was pretty cool. I thought the CGI was kind of shitty. At some points where you could tell he's like just running in front of a green screen. Yeah. Well, the movie had was a budget of only like forty million or something. Did you notice at one point where like he rolls over and he flips his jacket and uh, you could see the zipper <laughs> going down his back? No, I didn't realize that. Yeah, you could see a zipper going all the way down to his ass crack. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um. I guess he was like he was starting to lose weight for this film. And I guess he was doing a really good job, and but then they tell him to stop because I guess they already built like a 
Ooh, excuse me. They already built like a muscle suit for him. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing he wasn't going to try to do it just with body paint. Oh, natural. Hey, if he could have done that, good for him. He was, he was just kind of like ripped and chubby in this movie. Yeah. He was realistic. I feel like I can... You can't oh. say shit. Look at Thor in Endgame. <laughs> Even Ron, Ron Perlman wore a muscle suit. Oh, yeah. I think they did that just to save time yeah. spray painting. But also Ron Perlman was also how old. Yeah, he was older than David Harbour was. Or is. Um, we get other characters. We get uh, Alice Monaghan and Ben Diamo. Damio? Mm-hmm. Damio? I always pronounce it wrong. They're also in the comics. I think in Alice Monaghan, though, I think in the comics she's Irish. Mm. She's a clairvoyant. She can see ghosts, punch ghosts. Uh, summon ectoplasm, which is gross. Anytime I see that in a movie, it's just fucking gross. He slimed me. No, like, <laughs> have you seen Haunting in Connecticut? <laughs> have you seen Haunting in Connecticut? No. So, like, there's a scene where, like, ecto- ectoplasm comes out of the dude's mouth, and then... Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Sucks right back in. Like, yeah. that's... I can't imagine that shit tasting good. <laughs> at all. <laughs> and then Ben... If there's, like, hardcore Hellboy fans out here, and I'm pronouncing this wrong, I'm sorry. I think it's Ben Diamo? De- Damio? 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 Domino? Whatever. He turns into like a were jaguar. Were cat. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's a were cat. It was like a cheetah or a jaguar. Yeah, it's in the cat family. Which is pretty cool. I mean, that's exactly what it looks like in the comic. Although, in this, he's Chinese. I think in the comics, he's black. Mm. I know Ed's. N- no, I think he's. I think he's. Is he Asian in the comics because they wanted that one dude to play Ajax and Deadpool well, to do no, it. Yeah, but he turned it down because he didn't want it to be whitewashing. But. The, they probably just gave it to another minority. I think he's black in the comics. I like his character in this. It's just really he's, bad he's an CGI. asshole. He's an asshole. It's really bad CGI though. It's not bad CGI. Like him as a is the wear jaguar was pretty badass. But then like what makes no sense is he would turn, he'd have clothes on, and then he's the cheetah or whatever got no clothes on. Two seconds later, he's fully clothed. Uh, the Incredible Hulk problem. Well, I mean, look at the original Wolfman. Yeah. He changed his... Cl- he, when Lon Chaney was changed into the Wolfman for the first time, he's wearing just trousers and a, and, a, and a... Like a tank top. And then, boom, cut to the forest. He's fully clothed. Yeah. But that's the 40s. I'll give him a pass on that. Well, I think they did the same thing in the remake. The recent one? Mm-hmm. They did it purposely where he's always, when he's the werewolf, he's always wearing the same outfit. He's always, oh, right. He always had, like, a white shirt and a vest on. a vest on, yeah. So, God, I can do a whole episode on that movie. Um, so, I'm, I'm lost. Uh, we covered the whole team, pretty much. Yeah, uh, pretty much he needs to get the sword of King Arthur. The, Excalibur. Uh, boom, there we go. Excalibur. But if he does, he doesn't like. He becomes like a full blown demon. He'll become the ruler of the world. Yeah, the king. Hail to the king, baby. (laughs) (laughs) 
Him and his full-blown demon getup, though, is pretty badass. That yeah. would be a good tagline, too. Hail to the king. <laughs> True. <laughs> and him riding, you know, the dragon was cool. I actually wish there was more him with the sword. See, I was upset, though. That scene was all, like, an, uh, an illusion. I thought that was yep. going to actually be a scene in the fucking movie. And him just slaughtering, like, demons and shit. It's like, oh, it's just a vision. Yep. That we don't get to see played through. I, I wish they would have done that, but then instead of humans, he's fuck slashing that down demons at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you th- so overall, what did you think of the action in this film? Um, it was a good attempt, but I mean, with the budget they had, the CGI just needed a lot more work. Yeah, watching it in 4K doesn't really do much for it at all. <laughs> um, overall, I truly enjoy this movie. Uh, I will say I do like the Ron Perlman ones a little bit better. But I think that's more nostalgia. So, like I said, this one's perfect if you love the comic books. Yeah, that's what they made it for, I think, for the fans of the comics, really. Well, there was supposed to be a third one with Ron Perlman. Yes, but Del Toro wanted too much money for it. Well, not only that, he didn't even want to do a third one. I guess it was something where he saw Perlman don the whole get-up again for a Make-A-Wish Foundation, and then Del Toro, I guess, had something in there that kind of like changed his mind about doing a third movie, kind of like sparked his interest again. But I think he had created differences with Mike Mignola. Yeah, I did hear about that. So, I think, um, I forgot what the the story for the third one was going to be. Uh, something involving his children. Oh, yeah, because in the second one, you find out he's going to be a uh, father to twins. Mm-hmm. He's some ugly fucking babies, man. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Are they born with rock fists, too? <laughs> oh, good lord. <laughs> what, what's her face? And, uh... Selma Blair. Liz. What was her character? Liz, yeah. Have fun Liz. passing those, man. That would be a C-section. Yeah. I thought kidney stones were bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, the ending to this movie I thought was okay. I felt like it was very anticlimactic. Yeah, it was. I mean, we, we get... Uh... A decent scene, fight scene with the warthog. Yeah. Then like a two-minute speech from Ian McShane's ectoplasm. <laughs> hey, when the demons though start coming out, that was fucking brutal. Yeah, like they're they're fuck people get ripped apart. One of them's got like spike legs, and it's just like stabbing people and like shish kebabing them. Yeah, I like that one that had like the one arm was a blade, and it just fucking picked somebody up, slammed them onto like a guillotine, and just fucking stripped them, skinned them. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then all he does is you know he grabs sword and puts it back on the ground. Cuts off Mila Jovovich's head and throws her into a, a fire. And, and he tells her to quit while she's ahead. I know. I was like, really? <laughs> um, and then we get this nice little action scene at the like at the end to Motley Crue, which was badass. Don't get me wrong. But it, was, it was all like one shot too. Yeah. It was very anticlimactic. Yeah. We see the tank and. It's be brutally honest. If you were to read, if, if you were to read the the comics, like the first volume or two, it's very dry. 
You mean the, the humor? Oh yeah. Well, I, I like dry it, humor. Just, just well, no, but just in general, like it, it's a not a slower pace story. It's more story driven than it is like let's throw in jokes and a lot of action. It's more like a slow burn. So I, I feel like. To me, the the Ron Perlman films really I almost kind of forced humor into it for the sake of catching children's attention. Yeah, well, they they definitely wanted to uh, appeal to the mainstream. That's right. Yeah, like the second one, they got that whole scene where they all get drunk. It did introduce though, like a lot of kids were getting into Hellboy because they they said like no one knew who the fuck Hellboy was when that movie got picked, and then. It kind of opened up the, the world to like, okay, well, let's pick non-stream superheroes and make a movie. Green yeah. Hornet. Green Hornet. <laughs> That's a different story. That's a whole other fucking episode right there on the Green Hornet. <laughs> but you know, but there, there, there was other stuff too that was coming out. Non-stream. Like, that's when Watchmen came out. No one really knew about Watchmen. V for Vendetta. V yeah. for Vendetta. No one really knew about that either. Nobody knew about Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I had no clue who the fuck Guardians of the Galaxy was. I looked him up. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hellboy, to me, was just one of those first huge non-mainstream... Main, I mean, we've had non-mainstream... Phantom. Su- the Phantom, Billy Zane, Alec Baldwin in the Shadow. Yeah. The Rocketeer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard they're going to re- remake that, I heard. Yeah. You know what it was too? It also opened up people's eyes to non DC Marvel shit too. Oh, and that was yeah. another thing, like, like just in general. Cause yeah. it's like you you can easily do a very unknown Marvel DC character like Shazam was one that nobody knew who the fuck. Well, it was look at the mask. Right. You know how many people didn't even know the mask was a fucking comic book? Yeah, I didn't know the mask was a comic book until maybe like seven years ago. And then I got the the omnibus, and I was reading all of them. And then they made the son of the mask. <laughs> oh god, I tried watching that. We've been wanting to review that, but I don't want to really have to sit through and watch it. Yeah, I just I can't bring myself to it. I, I feel had, like I, you could watch a dumpster, and you probably have more to talk about. I watched. Nah. I watched Son of the Mask actually like two months ago. Out of pure fucking boredom. How'd and, that go? I sat through the entire fucking thing, believe it or not. And what do you remember from it? <laughs> the mask has a kid. I don't know why. I, I just don't know why I did it to myself, you know? <laughs> Maybe you're depressed and it was just a better solution <laughs> than cutting yourself. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that movie did ruin Jamie Kennedy's career. <laughs> Have you seen what he looks like now? No. Does he look like Val Kilmer does now? He's getting there. <laughs> Jamie he's, Kennedy he's in the Tremor like, movies now. He's like he one looks of the main like guys. he lives on Wacker Drive wow. now. Okay, I could picture he it. He looks homeless. Probably is. No, see, <laughs> with the mask, it's like okay, so they watered the the graphic novel down to a PG thirteen movie with Jim Carrey. Then they're like, okay, we're gonna water it down even more for uh for kids. And nothing. You can call it that. And it wasn't even like a kids movie where like no. it wasn't like a kids movie where the parents would be like, Oh, I get that joke, but you don't. It was not good for anybody. Yeah. And it was so cheaply done. 
so i mean at least with hellboy we're like well we're gonna go darker this time and i think it was because of deadpool doing so well yeah that's true i mean they were really like okay we can start pushing r-rated superhero films yeah which they they really should start doing i know netflix wanted to do an r-rated power ranger series well i mean how many r-rated superheroes do we film superhero films have we had except punisher uh logan I know. But, uh, I mean, like prior, before Deadpool. Oh, prior. Wasn't that P uh, rated R? No, yeah. that was PG thirteen. Oh, is it really? Yep. Get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. It's just dark. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you really never got that many PG thirteen films because or R rated horror film, R rated superhero films or comic book films because they just want to put ass in seats, so they always water it down so more people would go. Yep. Because they don't think it's going to be successful enough. Shit, man. Deadpool did it backwards. They put an R-rated film out, then they put a PG version out, and it was even funnier. <laughs> There's just something about fucks and shits being bleeped out. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you not, I haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Deadpool. Yeah, I haven't either. You know, Don't mind me. Okay. I can't perform under pressure, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> they got pills for that, you know. <laughs> I can't do it while he's watching. <laughs> no, but honestly, you just had Punisher. That was it. Yeah. One of those films were good. Is it weird people don't like the Thomas Jane version? I like it. Someone talked shit about it and I got mad. That's my favorite one. Yeah, I dig it. So, R-rated superhero films are the way to go. We're all aiming at it. I'm trying to... We're currently taking selfies. We're trying to get in touch with our younger audience. Ow. My hip. <laughs> As he says, my hip. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really bummed this one's obviously not going to get a sequel. And I think we're done with Hellboy. Though I did yep. hear something. I could have sworn a while back they were going to do a Netflix series. They should. That I would like to see. A I'd... series. Animated or live action. I'd be happy. Yeah. And he, you know what? Here's the thing that did you know so well for the the first two Hellboy films, marketing on that. They mm. had video games, uh, costumes, costumes. The, the animated films were really good too. Actually, I wish we had more of those. They should make a Hellboy Netflix show. I'd watch the fuck out of it. Yeah. Keep, keep David Arbor. I would watch that too. I really don't know who Get else. Get the could uh, play what do you call it? <laughs> Ron Perlman. Fucking what are True. the bro- what are the brothers' names? They did Stranger Things. Just have them do it. The Duffer the Brothers. Duffer Brothers. Duffman. It's actually the first movie with David Arbor that I've seen him in that he's actually not a villain in some way. Yeah. So well, this strange. is his first lead. A Stranger too. Things too. That was the first thing you ever seen him in where he wasn't. Well, I'm talking about film wise. Oh, I'm just saying in general. Green Hornet, bad guy. Walk among tombstones, bad guy. Sleepless with Jamie Foxx. I think that's the name of it. Sleepless. Bad guy. Every time I see him, he's a bad guy. Yeah. Now he's the lovable asshole. Pretty much. I'm I'm a fan, though. I'm glad he's getting more shit. I think he did a a comedy called, like, something about Frankenstein. And he plays himself in it, but it's like a fake family film about his dad or some shit. I don't know. It's about Frankenstein. I want to watch this. It's not what you. It's not like an actual Frankenstein. It's 
Like is it f- Frankenstein? It's like a mockumentary, like a fake documentary. Oh. Kind of thing. Well, as long as he gets more work, I'll be happy. So, I don't know what else he's got lined up. Well, I think everyone's kind of on hold. True. <laughs> With the whole pandemic going on. I know. I'm pissed. I gotta wait another year for Halloween. Yeah. Total bummer on that. What does David Arbor have lined up? <clears throat> oh, yeah, he's in Black Widow coming out. That's right. Oh, yeah. Hellboy 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. I w- he was in Suicide Squad? He what? Oh, yeah, I mean, he did a small part in Suicide Squad. Who's in what Suicide was he in Squad? that? Is he uh, like a Dexter Tolliver? He's just like one of the people that were like giving Amanda Waller shit about her plan. Oh, yeah. Oh. He was an equalizer. Snitch. End of Watch. That was a good movie. Green Hornet. Apparently he's in Quantum of Solace. Probably a bad guy. Yeah, probably a bad guy. Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> I wish I could quit you. <laughs> Just to see how many movies Eric can name and we come up with quotes from it. <laughs> um... I don't know. I personally, I enjoy this film. I don't think it's better than the first two, but as far as source material, I thought it was good. If I'm in the mood for a laugh, I'm gonna watch superhero. I'll watch the first two Hellboys. If I'm in the mood for some gore, I'm gonna watch the, this one. So that's how I see it. Me personally, I would probably take the the two Del Toro movies over this. For my personal taste. No, those, to me, move a little bit quicker. Because this one does kind of, it's more of like a slower burn. But like I said, it's, if you read the graphic novels or the the, the comic books, they are like a slower pace, slow burn. I mean, I'll take the first two also because it's just, I don't know, nostalgia, more fun. Yeah. But, you know, some people don't like that. I mean, looking at the Dark Knight trilogy, I'm going to get shit for this, but I'm sorry. Those aren't Batman movies, in my opinion. Well, Batman Begins is a Batman movie, in my eyes. Other than that, it just, they just become action films. You know, you take a comic book film and made a fucking drama. That's my opinion. People give me shit for it. Like, well, I like source material. Fuck you, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope you picked that up. Um... So what, what, on on its own though, without comparing it to the first two films, what would you give this film? Out of five, I would give it two and a half Baba Yagas out of five. I'd, I'd give it three Right Hand Dooms out of five. Nice. St- I mean, film wise, it's it's. I would probably give it two and a half. But I'm gonna give it that extra half because it's actually closer to the comics. It's all on Brandon now. Now, I wish you guys would tell me we're gonna be doing an al- uh, fucking <laughs> analogies or whatever for fucking ratings. Oh God, I don't know what to pick. Just <laughs> I, 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 get, I, get, I give it three out of five dead giants. That's funny because uh, three giants did die in that. Yeah. yeah. 
That's my favorite scene, honestly. Actually, I will show you guys later. There's a YouTube video where someone put health bars to vaginas. It's, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Nice. <laughs> what were you eating? We also talked about this one actually had a pretty good soundtrack, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was actually funny when this came out. I was actually listening to a lot of that music beforehand. Because we were watching it. And Eric was like, what's the name of this song? I'm immediately like, oh, it's Beat the Devil's Tattoo by the Motorcycle uh, Club. <laughs> He's like, how the fuck do you know that? I go, it's on my playlist. <laughs> Alright, uh, well, thanks for listening to It Came From The Video Store. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes, and you'll get a shout-out. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at It Came From The Video Store. And uh, anything else you guys want to... Uh... Mm. No? We're not really pushing our Patreon anymore. We're waiting until this pandemic clears up and we can combine this show with my other show. One big giant Patreon with goodies and treats. And what is that other show, Patreon Eric? Patreon orgy. The Totally Wong Podcast. <laughs> Currently on hiatus during this pandemic. <laughs> till I can record more episodes. <laughs> but now we're going to get our, our Patreon back and running. Hopefully once all the shit blows over. And then uh, you'll be able to send in requests for episodes. Uh, you'll get stickers, shoutouts. Uh, and as usual, we donate the charity very often. So we're mainly just making money for the stickers to send to you and then we'll donate the rest of charity. That's all we need money for. Gonna help people. Clean our souls. <laughs> Alright, uh, thanks for tuning in. I'm Eric. I'm Brandon. I'm Matt. And you just listened to... It came from the video store. I'll go work. I'm a Capricorn. You're fucking nuts. Best line of the movie.